Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and special co-host Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys sit down with indie game developer, underfunded scientist, to discuss his first game, Glow Home, and his journey learning how to develop games and his inspiration behind it. So, what's Glow Home? co-host for our special what's playing episodes uh chad how's it going guys swell swell Um, doing great doing great uh we're also joined by an old friend of mine uh who's uh yeah we've we've been rekindled of late thanks to an amazing pokemon game uh underfunded scientists aka Knox, aka actual name thomas how's it going buddy Pretty good. Thanks for having me here. I'm uh, super excited. You bet. You bet. Uh, we already have a few comments. This is crazy. Uh, Biosif says, I'm looking forward to this episode. Well, we're here with You're the in right place. Look no further. Uh, just listen, I guess. Uh, and then we have Dragon Knot Studios. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, like yeah, name. thanks, guys. Um, that is a cool name. And then... Our, oh, our he's very here. own underfunded scientist, yo, Chad, yo. Um, yeah, you might recognize, might recognize the name. He's been uh, lurking in the chat last few weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, I love the streams. Thanks, bro. Uh, so we wanted to have you on uh, to talk to you about uh, this game you made called Glow Home. Um but before we do that, maybe we should, uh, I don't know, tell everyone how, how we know each other. For um, sure. You know, I love to talk about the old days. Oh, yeah. The glory days. Where any, like, any chance Mike gets to yeah. talk about dust. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I feel like, you know, the the varsity football player who's like 45 but still wearing a leather <laughs> jacket, you know? Like, that's yeah. how I feel about dust. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like... and. And people who didn't play it at the time have no idea it ever existed, right? And so right, exactly. you can't even like talk to people about it. And it was it was such a good game. It really yeah. was. Yeah. So uh, underfunded and I, we um, you know slayed on the battlefield of Dust Five One Four together. Uh, helped run a, a corp in that game, which is basically a guild. Uh, had many a late nights conquering planets and killing clones and. Yeah, man. Slaying and healing, and it was a grand time. And uh, yeah, when the the game shut down, we kind of lost contact with each other. And yeah, um, I don't know. I forget how long ago it was. A couple weeks ago, I threw a, a random Facebook post out about um, looking for people who stream games, etc. And uh, yeah, you commented on. It. I was like, oh my gosh, how's it going, man? What's up? And then yeah. we started talking, and then. You know, you told me about Glow Home, and I thought it was super cool and really wanted to talk to you about it and what got you into developing games. Um, so that's kind of how this happened. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll spare 
uh, Chad and Nick, um, you know, having to talk about dust. Literally, literally <laughs> kicking Chad out. Like, you know, no one's here to prepare him. So bizarre. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, we start, we talk about dust for like two minutes and Chad already leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, you had to be there. Yeah. Oh, man, I heard dust and I thought CS 1.6. Well, I don't, I don't know what that means, but I bet it's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just start with what uh, what got you interested in developing games? Uh, well, uh, you know, I've, I've always just loved games in general. And I remember, you know, even being really young, I, I wanted to be able to make my own games. And, uh, you know, I played with things like RPG Maker and stuff, but I never got serious with it. And uh, I learned about Unreal Engine uh maybe two years ago now and i started messing with it a little bit without any like tutorials or anything at the first time and and had no luck because just it was, it was so much to try to learn you know what i mean it's not you think of making games like it's like a drag and drop like it would be in like rpg maker or sims right and some things are like that but there's so much more to it you know like every little interaction that's in the game or any number that gets moved or adjusted, you know, that, that all has to be somewhere in the code. And so I, it was terrible at the beginning and I gave it up. And um, then, I don't know, like uh, almost a year ago now, I was, uh, I was watching some indie game get played. I can't even remember now what it was. And uh, it, I got suggested a tutorial for how to use Unreal Engine after I watched it. And it was uh, Ryan Laley and uh, he's like an amazing indie developer he was uh he actually taught computer science in school over in uh europe somewhere i can't even remember where but uh, he actually just recently went full-time on youtube with tutorials and just his channel and other channels like that i started watching and learning how to do small things and just uh over time the thing i was practicing on trying to teach myself uh, slowly became more and more of being a game, you know what I mean? Like, a, like it was just try to make this guy move, and then once I could do that, it was like, well, it'd be cool if it, like, hurt the player when he made it to him, you know, and just kept adding to it and building up. And uh, eventually I realized that I could actually make a full game, you know, and I feel like at this point I could pretty much make anything that I wanted to. The only... The only uh, factors are you know how long is it going to take and and uh, how many assets do you need to to pull off what you're trying to do you know right uh that's that's so cool i don't think i could teach myself how to do something like that that's crazy um, so you're saying like you're saying like the the sum of the parts is pretty simple but really after that it's like the resources it takes obviously like time and just skills yeah. and other areas that's mm -hmm. where making a game just gets out of control yeah because you don't realize like uh like how much you have to do to actually make the thing you're trying to happen like you know like say you you, you want something to be able to shoot a fireball right you know yeah. so you're just like how to make it shoot a fireball and then you go into this rabbit hole of you know you have to have like what the actual like the object that's going to be the fireball and you've got all these options that it could be like it could be a solid mesh or it could be a particle system you know and then you have to get into, you know, that projectile's behavior and then, you know, the code to initiate it, the code to end it. Like, uh, and there's always, the, I, 
I used to wonder like how games could ever have bugs, and I haven't yet to <laughs> upload an update that I thought was golden and it'd yeah. be bug free, and me have to do a patch the next day when I play tested the hell out of it and found it. <laughs> but it's because there's so much, you know, and so there's oversights, and right. uh, it just yeah. Well, especially since you're doing it, you know, one man crew all by yourself, you know, uh, it's probably hard to, you know, go through everything with a fine tooth comb, like as you're trying to get it out and playable. So, yeah, it's funny how, uh, (laughs) yeah, when you're on the other side, it's like, oh, (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Yeah, like games impress me so much more now. And, uh, right. What what before I would have thought was easily, you know what I mean? But now it's just like, no, that 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 was so complicated. Like they, <laughs> you know, it's just the simplest interaction is just yeah. yeah. And you you probably see like all the different things happening now as you're playing games that went into it. That's that's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. Like, have you guys heard of the a new game? I think it's called Bio Mutant. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Some of the stuff in that game took so much work, like like just trying to make a ball bounce takes so much. You know what I mean? There's like there's physics involved and collisions and you have to, you know, make it happen like less intensely every bounce. So it's realistic, you know, or whatever. It's just, yeah. And there's so much, so much crazy stuff in that game that took a lot, a lot of work. And that was a really small uh, development team, small company. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's insane how intricate things like uh, gaming and I don't know. I just a lot of respect to anyone who who can can do it. Let alone someone like yourself who taught themselves, and then you know the entire project is done you know solely by you. That's so yep. that's so awesome. Um, <clears throat> so, was there any game? in particular like specifically that got you into wanting to develop or was it just kind of like you know you loved games and you've always wanted to make one yeah you know i mean it was i was i I do remember that the deciding factor was when i was watching that indie game and uh got suggested a tutorial afterward you know Mm -hmm. but it uh it wasn't like a specific game no not really that made me want to start playing or making them are you trying to give me kisses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to pause for, for kisses hey. from the kiddos. Pause well, for the fam. No one flips that hey. out of context. And now, oh, <laughs> 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 Mike is trying to get us canceled. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome back, <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you who may be listening to, this, to the audio version later. Uh, I was having a little technical difficulties. I had to drop out there for a second. Was. He's back. Welcome back. In action. Um, so why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Glow Home? And while you're talking, I'm going to go ahead and throw it up uh, here stream so people can kind of see uh, what, what the gameplay looks like. So... Yeah, floor is yours, awesome. sir. Yeah, I would. I always try to describe it as uh, quickly and simply as I can, you know. So it's a twin stick shooter. So you move with one stick, and you shoot with the other one, and then uh, it's set in space. So you got all these asteroids and stars and stuff. It's endless, and there's a lot of procedurally generated stuff. That uh, little dangly thing you see there, holding onto that asteroid, is a physics-based towing system, and so it. Uh, 
you can attach to asteroids and tow them back to the home star. When you do that, it increases how much gold you earn per second, as well as uh, the golden cows that have a chance to drop when you kill the enemies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, um, that was actually suggested in my Discord. They were like, It'd be it'd be hilarious if there was a cow because cows and UFOs go together, right? Yeah, Which I, I didn't even thought true. of it, right? But uh, <laughs> at first it was going to be a realistic cow, and there was like mooing sounds. And, you know, I wasn't going to get hurt, but you got to go out and record the moves too, <laughs> right? And uh, but putting it in there, it made it it look pretty gruesome. You know, the cow mooing all the time, dangling around weightlessly <laughs> with the physics, and yeah. I was like, I wanted to be friendly for everybody. You know, not that. I, yeah. It bothered me, but I was like, somebody might not let their six-year-old throw real cows into the sun. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so I, I ended up going with this, like, toy-looking kind of cow, and then I made it to where it doesn't move, it doesn't make sound, and to make sure it doesn't look realistic at all, it's, like, gold like gold plated looking it's real reflective yeah, it looks like a, like a statue or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that it couldn't be argued that it was like cruelty to animals or something and, right. and make it higher rated right, right. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah I, I love the colors thank yeah, you yeah, yeah, definitely. Like vibrant and glowy obviously <laughs> yeah um, uh, but yeah i just it's uh, it's very uh they pop in there it's very catchy or like catching to your eyeballs yeah. So, so, so much so that I can't talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, literally the first thing I wanted to learn when I was like, all right, we're going to we're going to do a tutorial and figure out how to do something and make a game. It was how to make objects glow, because in every <laughs> game I've ever played, the glowy things were always the best or the most important. Right. Right. And so I was like, there, there's going to be glowy stuff. And I can't even remember what the first thing it was. I made glow. It was a lot later that I, you know, changed up which what things were glowing or whatever but but yeah and the glow in in the game here is actually it's a combination of lighting effects there's there's emissive textures so like the actual uh uv coordinate maps for like how the enemies look and stuff mm -hmm. they're they're emissive themselves but then also all of the everything that has that emissive texture also has an individual point light which is able to cast uh, reflections and shadows, which is how you get both this like aura kind of effect around everything, like the, the glow, and then also the light interactions with the other objects, like the asteroids flying by and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So you say it's, it's endless and yes. there's a lot of procedural generation. Um, yep. And I, I'm, I've been in your Discord. I've watched a few uh, videos of gameplay from other people who play. And yeah. um, <clears throat> it's really cool how you have... Uh, I'm just going to restart this as we're talking about it. Um, you, earn, nice. you earn gold and then you uh, spend it for upgrades to your mm -hmm. weapons. And it, you know the enemies just kind of get crazier as you power up. Is that kind of like the, the yeah. gist? Yeah, yeah. Uh... It, there's no cap on any of the upgrades or the level or uh, amount of gold that you can have or anything like that. And it's all just scaling. It's uh, all the math instead of it just being hard numbers is percents so that it's not like a, a linear curve. It, uh, it has, I can't even remember what the name of the curve is. Like it gets more and more difficult every time that you level up mm -hmm. rather than being 
like an equal increment more difficult if that makes yeah. sense yeah. like an exponential curve yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly thank yeah. you <laughs> and uh my goodness <laughs> dude we're all dads we get right. it yeah <laughs> we- you gotta you gotta get off of her <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nope. for, for those of you who are just listening to the audio version of this, um, there's there's a lot of gameplay videos out on YouTube of you know streamers and other people playing it. But uh, Underfunded Scientist also puts out dev blogs regularly, and the video that we have kind of looping here on the stream is just a, a gameplay for the Android release that he put out. Um, and it's just it's so it's it's such a visually cool game it really is yeah and i'm sure that it's like one of those super addicting games that you just you're like i I got a few minutes to kill and the next time you look up you're like an hour hour and a half later you're like yeah what happened yeah man like i spend so much time working on it and i still play it so much on my phone it's it's yeah ridiculous like (laughs) that's good yeah so speaking of phone uh it's available on Android and yep. PC, right? Yep. And uh, you can, there's a link to it in the description of all my videos and all my channel. And uh, it's a name your price function, but uh, zero is totally an option. You can get it for free on Android or PC. And uh, yeah, you just you click the download link. And because it's a third party, it's not on Google Play yet. You have to give permission to make downloads from Chrome. But it'll right. pop up automated messages for that when you click it and everything. We'll make sure uh, you'll have to send me a link, and then we'll put it in our episode description too. Yeah, um, for sure. Don't don't play this for free. Throw this man a few dollars. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, man. I've been working yeah. on it about a year, and uh, I update it at least weekly, sometimes more often. Like I just did the uh, poison and the fire update. Like right now in this footage, if you see how the enemies blink red when they take damage, and yeah. the, the player does also. I've changed that to where the glow uh, gets dimmer when when anything takes damage by yeah. like uh, like seventy five percent or something like that, if I remember right. And that way, that I could add the color red to the rotation of colors that everything can spawn as, which is one of the randomly generated things. And uh, for both the player and the enemy, you could be red now. And when the enemies are red, they're like on fire, and then their green enemies have a poison effect now, and they both have a uh, different from each other damage over time effects that's so cool as far as like if anyone's ever playing this like why can't i be a red like why can't my character be red and there's like a really good reason for it right yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and i guess those are the things that are like always so hard to like think about like you know you're always sitting there like oh why isn't this a thing well there's probably a a good reason that's a simple matter of like something else in the game is already red yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But you found a way around it. it, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. it was it was hard too. Like I, because uh, right now, which I know you guys probably don't know what this is. Somebody somebody watching might know that knows a little about dev. But there's uh, parameters on material instances, and basically, it's it's putting a variable to something that you can change later because it's a variable instead of a hard set number, and um, you can edit them after its creation, like real time in the game. And it doesn't cost very much on the CPU as not nearly as much as it would cost if you were just to create a material like from scratch mid game the same way. Right. So you're just saying use this material, 
but change this thing about it so that it's different mid game, you know, like, oh, yeah. And so like I was using those kind of uh, parameters to change from whatever color they were to being red when they got damaged and uh, just switching that to where it dimmed the glow. I learned about scalar parameters, which can be basically anything. Whereas the vector parameters can only be whatever a vector is, which is a location and also uh, vector threes can be colors. And so, yeah, there's like everything in game dev has some huge rabbit hole you get into when you try to figure out something, yeah. some ridiculous <laughs> new learning curve or some new term yeah. you've never heard before. Uh, <laughs> I can ridiculous. imagine. Um, we were Facebook messaging before the show and you were telling me slash kind of freaking out about uh, <laughs> updating the game into the new version of Unreal. And, yeah, so, uh, so I was on there. What a, I don't even want to, I might say it wrong, go back to our message. It was 4.24 <laughs> I think I was on, and then I updated to 4.25. I can't remember, but regardless, the... Uh, the game engine, Unreal Engine, that I'm developing on, I've been using it for the project for nearly a year now, and it's updated a couple of times since then. And uh, when they released a beta of Unreal Engine 5, just to see what my game looked like in it, I imported it into it and uh, just to check it out or whatever, even though it's like crazy unstable. And it was really unstable and like game-breaking, so I was like, all right, can't do that yet until the yeah. full release. <laughs> but the... Uh, the like for real updates that are you know sanctioned to be bug free or whatever they came out and i was like two behind or something on the engine that uh, glow home was being made on and you know i i have access to update at any time or whatever but it's like this uh, huge undertaking or uh, really high risk i guess is really what the problem is right. it's not a lot of work it's just like I was telling him a couple of times I've lost the project completely, like way earlier in development. You know, I barely really looking at the work now and the work then it wasn't much that I had done yet. But yeah. for how little I knew it was, you know, like a month of work or so I had to completely restart like three times. And one of them was because I was just trying to update. And um, but now that I know how to do it and uh, I got it to work and. So now it's going to be on the most recent update of uh, Unreal Engine that's being developed with. And the whole reason I needed to do it is there's this new plugin. It's uh, what a Cascade to Niagara converter, which is basically... So particle systems is uh, basically anything you can see that isn't a mesh is a particle system. It's usually tiny stuff or like spells in video games are often particle systems like dust or leaves and stuff like that right yeah right and uh so <laughs> the fire particle system was made with cascade which is the old unreal engine uh particle system and there's a new one that they have that's in they're both still in the game but they haven't or <laughs> in the game they're both still in unreal engine but the new one is way better it has a lot more functionality and uh painful illusion work. it really is it, it was <laughs> it's happened like three times you know uh, not to get too sidetracked, but yeah, my my kid deleted it one time, my youngest, and uh, <laughs> literally, like, she just mashed buttons on the laptop, somehow managed to hit the right ones to delete it completely. <laughs> and then, one time I lost it trying to update, and one time I lost it trying to move it from my, that dinosaur of a laptop to this new PC I got, which, which still is a potato, but it's better than the dinosaur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, do you have any, uh, like long-term plans for glow home or um are you just kind of 
updating as ideas come. Uh, yeah. And you know, for sure, a little bit of both, like, uh, like the elements that I just added poison and fire and I'm, I'm about to bang out a couple more of them. I'm sure I got ice in mind. Definitely. But, but, uh, that was suggested over on Twitter. A uh, good friend of mine, indie developer, you can find pretty much everywhere, YouTube and everything. Uh, stupid game experiments is what he goes by. He suggested that uh, the colors of the enemies should, should differentiate something about them so that they weren't just different colors for looking different sake, which is yeah. nice. But, yeah. you know, because that was the whole original reason was just like, I want the enemies to be spiced up a little bit so make them different colors right. randomly. Yeah. And then um, he was, you know, it should it should have a purpose. And I was like, you're totally right. <laughs> and so we I did the uh, the fire guy and the poison guy and going to make one of the blue ones, either either the dark blue or the like more cyan looking one is going to be ice. Nice. And a slow effect. But uh, the long term, you know, there's a bunch of stuff I want to add, you know, like super long term. I want to make it multiplayer so that you can uh, multiple mm. you know, people or whatever could be in the same space at the same time and maybe yeah. cooperate. Yeah. And then uh, also want to get it on Google play, which that it was only like a $25 fee to put it on Google play. I just haven't done it yet. It's honestly, it's a sea of paperwork <laughs> and I didn't want to mess any of it up. So I haven't done it yet, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. And other platforms like uh, Apple and stuff like that, the fee is a lot higher. It's like $500 for the Apple one or something Jeez. like that. And I'm like, yeah, so not a goal anytime soon, but eventually you know, <laughs> right. I, would, I would love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. And then like uh, I get game wise, you know, I, I've worked a little bit on a new enemy. I don't know if you've seen it anywhere. I can't even think of it's on my TikTok. I think you could check out. It's like a, like a cloth based enemy it looks i described it as like a space jellyfish but it doesn't have tentacles so in blender i figured out watching this tutorial that you could make a cloth object with other solid objects for collision on the inside of it and so i animated those objects around and the cloth object just kind of flops around and looks real interesting <laughs> yeah excuse me so it's like it looked like space jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was thinking about making that a new enemy in the game. But definitely, even if not him, there's going to be some new enemies. And uh, people want boss battles. So that'll be a thing soon. Oh, that would oh be yeah, cool. that'll be really cool. Definitely. Because yeah. right now, it's just like, as the player levels up, the <laughs> enemies get more health and a bonus to how much damage they can do. And then it's just up to the player to earn enough money and spend the money on because there's ship upgrades now also. You can get more health, more speed, as well as damage, rate of fire, and number of projectiles on all the weapons. And they all do different things. Like the cannon shoots like a shotgun kind of spread shot. And then the missiles are the only ones that are homing. And uh, they do more damage individually than the cannon. And then the plasma uh, is the only one that ricochets. And it has this cool multiplier of damage <laughs> when uh, every time it ricochets, it does, uh, I think, 1.5 times more damage. I can't remember. Maybe double damage every time it uh, collides. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, it gives me some some big, like, Galaga yeah, yeah. vibes. Asteroids, cool. yeah. yeah. There was definitely. a... What was the... There was a, a game... S similar to that when the PS4 launched, I only yeah Resogun. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I had a lot of fun that game. Yeah, um, but that was like a horizontal. 
yeah. they have asteroids. But yeah, that, those games are so fun. Uh, I really gotta, I really gotta try Glow Home. I just haven't gotten around to it because I have a crippling addiction to Pokemon <laughs> Unite. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, man. I've been playing yeah. Unite a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, your game, uh, the visuals have inspired my lighting tonight. Yeah, um, I usually see I it. got my static lights on. Right. Um, it, you, you look know, like you're in the game. I yeah, actually, I yeah, I'm the, I'm the boss battle. Those colors do there match you go. so good. <laughs> Just be Mike's head. Yeah. <laughs> Just make right. me the floppy guy. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You're the cloth enemy. <laughs> the fabric yes. enemy. Um, do you have any plans to make other games? Or is that kind of like... Yeah, no, I, I've hardcore wanted to start working on another one, man. But it's I literally, like, I'll create a new project and I'll, I don't even really get into doing anything in it. it even though I have an idea, like I want to make a game that is somehow like a ecosystem that is, that is just kind of going on around you and you get to interact with it as the player. Right. I haven't worked out much more than that, but just, you know, like, uh, like you see these traffic games popping up right now, like mini, yeah. uh, yeah. mini motorist, I think is that one that the idea of that, like these cars have to get there regardless what you do, but you can help it happen better. And you know, something like that, or like an yeah. ant farm, I don't even know, but but yeah, I want to have. Ooh, I could get have, down on an ant farm sim. That's yeah. yeah, I was just playing one the other day on mobile. It was like it wasn't a great game, but it was fun still, and I don't even know yeah. why. You know, it's just <laughs> like they got stuff to do, and you're here to help them out. And so that that idea seems really fun to me. But every time I feel like I'm just I'm cheating on Glow Home. I'd be like, well, there's yeah. there's a hundred things I need to do right now. You know, <laughs> just open that and do something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I will soon, you know, for a minute I was thinking about doing a game jam and that's, if you guys oh, are yeah, familiar, yeah. that's, they'll have like some sort of theme that'll be like botanical or, you know, whatever. And, and so everybody has to make a game in this time limit to this theme and then they're judged and voted on and stuff. Oh yeah, but, that's cool. Yeah, but I, I didn't want to do it because well, like the one I was going to do, it only had 48 hours, right? And so I got oh, to wow. thinking about it. Yeah, and... I was like, when I get like four hours a day, if I'm lucky to be able to work on the game. Right. right and right, so, you know, yeah. it's like eight hours to be able to do the, the challenge. I was like, there's no way I can make anything that'll yeah. be any kind of good <laughs> amount of time. So I think I am going to start something for, uh, for, yeah, where you're just kind of helping some sort of ecosystem. And, and I want it to be that some things could get wiped out. Right. Like if you don't do it right they're dead you know or like if yeah. it's an ant colony and and you didn't help them find the food enough then that ant colony is dead now yeah murder right. <laughs> I, I thought that would be really cool it is really cool uh, like, yeah sorry go ahead i was just gonna say you know like in in glow home everything has a life cycle too like uh the background stars they even they go through a life cycle kind of, I mean, it's not like scientifically accurate, but it's kind of, it's kind of the same. Like they start one size, they slowly swell and then they snap down to real small before they disappear. Oh, wow. That's super cool, man. It's a little detail. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so again, why don't you tell the people where they can find the game to download? Yeah. If you go to, uh, here, let me, I think it's, itch.io slash underfunded let me see that'll be underfunded scientist.itch.io slash glow home i'm pretty sure if you just type in let me test it 
because I, I can't change the URL. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> underfunded. So, yeah, if you just type in underfunded scientist itch.io into Google, I'm the top result. There you go. But uh, yeah, so you don't have to nice. remember that ridiculous URL. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can throw it into the chat though for everybody. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You guys uh, definitely should go check this game out and support this man. We, you know, if you appreciate uh, Listen to the show or watch the show. Um, especially starting this year in 2021, we've been very vocal about supporting indie content creators. So um, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, when you get a chance. Check out this website. Check out this game. Uh, it looks super fun. You can play it on your phone. You can play it on your computer. Uh, and you can pay whatever you want for it, uh, which exactly. is super cool. Yeah, if you um, think it's hot garbage, you can totally just make it zero. You know, if you love it, you can still make it zero. It's whatever. <laughs> but you Buy it again. throw <laughs> this man some bones. Yes. Um, and you have a YouTube page. You're on Twitter. You have yeah. Discord server. Uh, I'm, I'm sure just you can type underfunded scientist and find yeah, pretty things. much uh, how frequently do you put out your dev blogs um well i was for a long time doing them weekly but then it got harder to be able to make enough things that are visual changes that would be noticeable to the player okay. all happen in a week like i would do you know i'd spend a week just doing behind the scenes stuff like uh changing damages of weapons, you know, default value and, and stuff yeah. like that, that the people will never pay attention to. And you I, I realized log of you just like typing on your keyboard. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't, I don't have anything the new real to show life you guys, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I've been spacing it out just to when I, I have enough that nice. I can actually say is visually new or some new mechanic, you know, like, like I'm working on editing Devlog 10 right now, uh, and it'll have all the elementals changes, and then the uh, the damage numbers now. Uh, instead of that was the other thing. Instead of just dimming the glow when they take damage, there's an, also now floating damage text, and uh, that's also slightly procedurally generated because whatever color the player is is the same color the cannon projectile and the home star will be, and now the floating damage text for the cannon will be that same color. Regardless, oh, nice. what you spawn as. Nice. Um, it's it's just super cool that you uh, are like so transparent with the progress of the game and keeping your players just in the loop of everything that's going on all the time. Super cool. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, you know when I started out, that was like the whole the whole thing. Like I I was in a couple discords, but uh, they were just like either tutorial discords or, or small game devs. And I just wanted a way to be able to show other people what I was working on and, and like get feedback or, you know, I guess encouragement. Right. And, uh, and so I started uploading, you know, just short clips of what I was working on to, to the YouTube. And even then it was because I was on the dinosaur of a laptop. I was recording it on my phone, looking at this laptop screen and uh, like, I, I think they're still public on there. I don't know. They're terrible. So you don't want to watch them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they're there. And, uh, you know, it was just so I could like put the link in into the discord and be like, Hey, you know, tell like, is this terrible? Like, am I doing things right? And it just progressed to like wanting to be able to make that like actually bearable to watch, you know, and, and just mm -hmm. slowly gotten better at it. I'm still 
failing terribly, I'm sure, but, <laughs> but way better than I was a year ago. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's all that matters. Progress. Yeah, right. right. Um, but yeah. I was yeah. going to ask. Oh, when, yeah. Go ahead. Sure. So, so like when you were first starting off with this game, did you... Un, did you know what you wanted to make or was it more of like a natural course of like you learned how to do this so then you did that and i think you learned it kind of like snowballed from basically your learning experience yeah yeah it definitely yeah i would say the game is it was highly influenced by just my learning experience and the and the path it took and it, it wasn't even i didn't mean for it to be that way it just it, it right <laughs> all everything i looked up how to do I just kind of put in the same project and then I would yeah. try to work on how to make it work with each other and just went from there. You know, like, like I think I said earlier, I, I wanted the enemies to chase the player. That was one of the first things. Like I made, I made the enemies glow and then I made them chase the player. Yeah. And uh, then it was like, how do I make them damage the player? And then I found out, even if you can make that happen, the player won't ever know if he doesn't have a health bar, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, and, right. And then it's like, just randomly die. Yeah. yeah and then, this game sucks. <laughs> yeah. And so then you got to figure out how to make a health bar. And then I was like, you know, they, the enemies look real boring because they weren't, the reason they're cubes is they were just cubes when it started to like you know, six sides, like load a random color. That was all they had going on. Yeah. But, and, uh, I started messing around with Blender and I gave them eyeballs and made one way smaller than the other one. And for a while they had an antenna, but they don't have one now. Looked a little bit weird. And I, I learned about geometry nodes on Blender and uh, it's a crazy powerful thing where you can, it basically uses n noise over an entire surface. And then everywhere that's a one. So everywhere that's black in that noise pattern, then it, it's uh, it's a yes, basically. And everywhere that's a zero, it's, opaque and then they use that to just decide yes or no on locations and you can change all the settings like how many of these to pick and you know, how dense the noise is and stuff but picks all these points and then you can instance another mesh on all those points and so i, I literally i made him a cube with eyeballs and then i used the geometry nodes to put a bunch of himself all over it and so he's like made up of the smaller guys now which makes sense because when you kill the big one, a little one yeah. pops out, right? And so it's oh, like, yeah, it actually like, worked out pretty good. Uh, like yeah. Russian doll thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And then you know, it just it kept going from there. Like I, uh, they were just running around in like like on a plane that didn't even have a texture on. It was just gray. And, and yeah, so I was like, all right, well, let's just make that transparent. And they're flying, right? And then I was like, well, that's cool, but. But now I wanted to make it look like they're in space instead of just flying because I, yeah. you know, I didn't want to do clouds at the time. So I was like, I need stars in the background and, and then asteroids. And then it was like, be cool if you could do something with the asteroids. So then you could tow them <laughs> home. But then it was like, there's a million of them. So you could, the player could get too much gold. So then I made it where only the asteroids that glow can be towed. And uh, yeah. balancing is one of the hardest things. It, it really is because you... You put in some new feature and you, you have no idea where to put it on the on <laughs> the hierarchy of you know yeah and it just completely breaks something like when I put golden yeah. cows in it was like I can't even remember it was I want to say it took the number that was the level of the player yeah and then it it multiplied that by the number of enemies in game 
So like if you were level 10, the population would be 10. So it'd be times 10. And, <laughs> and that's another reason it's procedural. Like I have all these numbers tied together. So they like uh, progressively get harder or whatever. We talked yeah. about that already, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, but yeah, it's balancing is hard, man. Cause you never know <laughs> like what it's going to be like after level 10. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's, that's another that's, one of those things where you're like, Ah, crap! I can't get mad at like balance teams now for games that yeah. I play. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. understand. Really, it's so hard. Yeah. Well, I always yeah. like to give MOBAs a break when it comes to like balancing, especially mm-hmm. when they have like a hundred and two hundred here, like different playable characters. Like, yeah. yeah, like stuff's gonna be unbalanced all the time. Exactly. That is yeah, so yeah. much. <laughs> Plus, you got to factor in the whole like it's free to play. So whenever they release a new champion, it's going to be unbalanced and yeah. people will probably spend real money to buy it yeah unbalanced yeah, and then a couple of weeks later it gets balanced yeah exactly um but yeah so yeah i i kind of uh you know talked a whole bunch there so I, chad or nick if you guys have any other questions i feel bad because i'm just like i mean i think you fire yeah you were done over here with questions you were like so taking lights. them all out of my mouth so <laughs> yeah, no, the lights got going. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. The light thing only happened because this this one under my desk here kind of spazzes out from time to time when I turn it on, and it'll do this, and I can't like put it on just can't, a can't stop regular, it. Yeah, <laughs> so I like to, had to go under there and like unplug it, plug it back in, then it'll work. Yeah, but Nick's like, oh wait, that kind of like matches. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, you're right. Gonna, Let's do it on the other one. He's gonna fix it, and I was like, no, you should really leave that. <laughs> it helps that we are like smaller screens tonight because there's four of us. If you right. were half the screen, people wouldn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna share my screen again here, guys, with you, and uh, just finish out the episode. Um, playing pokemon unite is that cool <laughs> um, yeah uh, speaking of balance is that game balanced Man, surprisingly yeah. it kind of is like there there's yeah and always in mobas you're gonna have uh, a, a character or two that's a little more powerful than the rest but i would say it's it's pretty balanced in terms of mobas yeah. and the whole, like, I don't know if anyone's been following along with, with Unite and the news with Unite and stuff, but it's caught a lot of flack about being pay to win. And I'm just going to make my official statement here. Showboy's Mike is making his official Pokemon Unite pay to win statement. It's not really pay to win, guys. Yeah, because you can earn it all in game. You, know? you can I earn mean... it all in game. And, okay, so, so the factor here is. Uh, you can buy Pokemon to play as with real money. That's not the issue, because every MOBA is every like MOBA that. Except Do- like that. Dota gives you all the characters for free. League of Legends, you have to grind in-game currency or pay real money to unlock champions. Uh, here's the Storm, same way. Pokemon Unite, same way. Uh, however, in Pokemon Unite, you can ladies three items to your Pokemon that they hold for the battle that give you like stat upgrades or you know. You move faster, or you do more physical damage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can level these items up using tickets that you get in game, and you can buy the tickets with real money to upgrade your items. 
Yeah, so, so you could drop like a hundred bucks yeah. and max one out. Exactly. You could spend 100, 150 bucks, max out three items, and be at the Please highest scream. level for your held items before anyone else. Hmm. Which it does give you an advantage, but I watched a video. There's actually a YouTuber out there, I think his name is Adrad, did a comparison side by side of a maxed out item versus a level one item. And for example, like one of the damage ones. Uh, the maxed out item knocked out the Pokemon in four hits more than the level one item. So it's like oh, okay. four yeah, auto attacks. Yeah. Like, right. Like, yeah, I, if you're playing competitively at like master's rank, like maybe four auto attacks could turn the tide of a battle. But like, right. Yeah. Four auto attacks different for spending money versus grinding it out. Like, there's nothing behind a paywall. It's no. It's all right. No, people, it's a free game. So it's a, fr- it's a free. Game. I will say, I was, I was pretty shocked before playing it, being like, "Wait, you can spend money to upgrade, like stats." That's that's yeah. alarming, right? Um, right. But it's not terrible, and I think it caught a lot of the community off guard because this game has attracted tons of players, many of which have never played MOBAs or are familiar with the free-to-play MOBA like game archetype right or Um, microtransactions in general yeah yeah so a lot of people immediately were like oh my god this game's pay to win it's the worst (laughs) thing ever it's like dude just play like you on like they have to make their money somehow right but i would i would say i I side with them like do it another way don't do it with in-game stat like yeah yeah but they're so they're so minor that it's not really noticeable and like like underfunded said and like biosiv says here you can grind out and max out your items just by playing the game and so far they've done a really good job of giving you uh like there's all these daily missions and stuff i don't know how long they'll go on if it's just like a launch thing but like i've earned tons of tickets and upgraded like several items yeah exactly level 15 or 17 uh, and I just play like a handful of matches a day. Uh, I'm not playing like eight hours a day or anything crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't mean to hijack that. Well, I did mean to, and I wish I could do an entire episode on Pokemon Unite. But I'll spare you guys. <laughs> well, um, you both play. I mean, it's a relevant topic. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, Biosives totally. in here, you know. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so fun. And it's it's great, Nick, because I think it's like... Uh, Are there liked... busted characters like ETC where I can do some really goofy shit and win us a game? Yes. Like uh, solo okay. all the bosses. Yeah, if you run crit, man, you can like two-shot people. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. There, so it's like Heroes in that it's very a very simple MOBA to pick up and understand. Mm-hmm. But unlike HOTS, it... It does carry over some of the nuances of games like Dota and League of Legends, where like last hitting the minions matters. Mm. Uh, whoever last hits the minion gets the bulk of the experience, and the players around it will also get experience, but not as much as the person who last mm. hit it. Um, <clears throat> they do have neutral camps or bosses, Nick, like you're talking about. Uh, two of them spawn throughout the match. Uh, one of them only spawns in the last two minutes mm-hmm. and most characters can solo the two that spawn throughout the match. Like you're talking about with ETC, Boo. but um, Snorlax is like super busted with CC. So you probably <laughs> love them just flopping around. I out love there. busted characters. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, my favorite. 
But yeah, some and the characters match... that no one knows about though too are like yeah. very underutilized. Those are my favorite. Yeah, he's a he's a popular guy, but um, yeah, boo, dude. The matches are <laughs> short and sweet, ten minutes long. Damn, like, it's a it's a cap time, so like you're not dumping forty minutes into a match. Ladies, you have to stop wrestling. Uh, but yeah, it's real fun if you have a switch. You're looking for something to play. If you've been interested in MOBAs or you love MOBAs. It's free. Pokemon Unite. It's amazing. Play. Come play with me. Yeah. I've, I've already made to veteran rank. I've been grinding out ranks. So I'm like mm. two ranks yeah. below master. So mm. I'm pretty much going to go pro. So <laughs> Nick, you're going to have to, uh, you know, here and, you know, maybe by the next time we have a What's Playing, I might be pro. So you might have to, you know, handle the podcast. Chad and I got that. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> me and me and underfunder are going well. <laughs> but yeah, so we as always when when we have a guest on, uh we like to have a topic that kind of goes along with, you know, what the guest is specializes in or whatever. Uh and it being a what's playing episode, we thought it'd be fun to talk about uh games that should have crossplay, but will never get crossplay. Which honestly will pretty much be like any game. I, I think there's right. a, a select handful that have crossplay or cross progression. But um, yeah, it's an interesting topic. Uh, how, first off, I guess before we get really into that specifically, like, how do you guys feel? the console wars are going like is that still a thing or like are people kind of over it except for like the diehard fanboys of each side or like yeah i mean i think it's still a pretty big thing to be honest um especially with last generation i mean if you look at the numbers microsoft got slaughtered last generation that's not my opinion that's just the numbers so numbers on the board yeah so i i I think at least last generation it definitely was a huge thing i don't know that it's going to be as big of a thing this year or this generation because microsoft is kind of stepping up and and getting some developers that they need you know with bethesda and and other studios Mm -hmm. so i think they're prepping for it still being a thing otherwise they wouldn't be picking up these exclusive deals and Microsoft or PlayStation's always going to have their exclusive library of games. So that that's going to keep the console wars going forever because you know as as nice as it would be to have everything cross play and you can play uncharted on on Microsoft it's just never going to happen. No matter how much they say it's going to happen, it's never going to happen. So the 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 only thing you're going to get out of that is it's going to come to PC in like four years after it releases, which is a smart thing to do for PlayStation because right. you're still going to have people buy PlayStation if they want to buy or they want to play the games right out the gate. And then you'll have the people that want to play them but refuse to get a console able to play them later down the road. So, yeah, I think it's still a pretty big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I- I will say I noticed that uh, like Horizon Zero Dawn's on Steam and I have it on my wish list. I'm waiting for it to go on like you know sub ten dollars sale. But uh, yeah, I was surprised when I saw that on there. Honestly, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's I don't know what it is. It's weird with the games that they choose to put on it because I don't think I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you can get The Last of Us or any of the Uncharted games on PC, right? Not that I'm aware of. No, which is weird because. You know that, and I guess it's not really weird because that's kind of become Sony's flagship series or flagship studio, really. 
So I guess that's not not weird, but it's weird the ones that they pick to put on there and the ones they don't pick to put on there. So I don't know right. where the decision making is is going on. There's there's like rumors going around that the next one's going to be Ghost of Tsushima because mm. I mean yeah they, yeah it's that's, they, it's like a PC game yeah 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 and I think it, you know some of the some of the games would be really cool with mods so yeah. I think that the the main thing is for them to just do all of them you know what i mean especially like uncharted 4 which came out so what seems like so long ago yeah i think it's of the ps4 that was right seven uh, years ago yeah so so uh, yeah i don't know where they're picking the games the 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 rumor on ghost of tsushima came from them pulling the only on playstation logo off the case i think for maybe the ps5 one it no longer says only on playstation Mm. so i don't know if that is anything or they just forgot to put it on there or something stupid like that. But I think it's definitely a, a PC game. And like I said, I think, I think some of these games would be really cool if you can mod them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I could take that stupid arrow quiver off. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. They're fixing that. They are. They are fixing. They are. It's okay, Chad. (laughs) Um, So when 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 we say cross play, I, I guess we should also define that. So like, yeah. by cross play, are we talking like Uncharted be able to be played on Xbox or PC, or are we talking like people who are playing? Uh, shoot, what's a game? Uh, Call of Duty, like Call of Duty. Oh, even and though they, I think it has it, I know Warzone does have a cross play, but yeah, basically. A game like Warzone, where a pl- person on PlayStation can play with a person on PC and a person on Xbox at the same time. Uh, so, like, or are we talking both? Yeah, I mean, I think we just do both. Why? Why not? Okay, okay. okay. I mean, um, I think crossplay technically is like the Warzone thing, where you can play with Xbox mm-hmm. and and PlayStation people. But I think it it still goes back to the same kind of thing where. If, if if I was Mike and Microsoft seems to be very gung ho for crossplay in their games, and I th- to me feel like they should be a little weary of it because there there are a lot of people that buy a specific console because their friends have that specific console, yeah. Spe- especially kids, yeah. like you know if you don't you, you don't have your own money, you're gonna buy either what your parents get you or what your friends have. So right. if that's removed, I think personally i think microsoft hurts the most from that because you know sony has a pretty long catalog of games that are only over there that you can play also so if i can go over there and get call of duty and play with my buddy on xbox that that it's a no-brainer really yeah Uh, that's pretty much the only reason that any game isn't cross-play you know is they want to use that game to drive up sales of their console because yeah. your friend or even just yourself wants to play the game bad enough. You'll go get the console to play it, which is frustrating, you know, because I, I feel like every game should be cross play. You know, it shouldn't, shouldn't matter what console you're playing. Yeah. It's crazy. Especially if the game's released on multiple games, but then you can't play with people that are yeah, playing like, right. on a different yeah, console. That, that, that's that's the thing that's bizar- <laughs> that's very bizarre. And, and I th- there are really, like Mike said, only a handful of games that do that. Now, Call of Duty, one of the biggest ones, does that. 
So yeah. they're going that way. It really makes no sense for games that are released across all platforms to not do that. It makes no right. sense unless there's like some sort of, you know, behind the scenes thing that prevents it from happening. Yeah. Right. And I and then the other the the other issue is if you have crossplay with like PC graphically, if you're like let's say I don't think there is anything that you can do this, but let's say there's a crossplay game between PC and Switch. Well, obviously Switch is going to have you know, there might not even be bushes on the Switch that are in the PC <laughs> that, that people are hiding in. Yeah. So I think that yeah. it, it, it creates a lot of problems. I, I, I get that. I think that, like, for instances like that, you can just, can't they do something? I mean, I'm not a game developer, so maybe we should ask the game developer. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like, there's probably a way they could, like, cap settings, right? Yeah, yeah, like for that. sure, and it goes back to like, uh, like at Minecraft. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Minecraft, but it's no. supposed to be the the same game on all the platforms, right? But really, right. it's it's not. There are there's two versions of Minecraft. There's Minecraft PC, and then there's Minecraft Bedrock, <laughs> and it's not like like Glow Home. It's the same game on Android and PC. I just I build it for Android, and then I build it for PC. Yeah, it's over here singing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what she's singing about, but she's singing. And uh, but you need to make a glow home theme song and then just have her, yeah, yeah. Have her all but, the time. But Minecraft, they uh, they literally they have two fully different games that they're releasing on these different platforms, and it, it makes no sense to me. You know why? Why are you even making that much extra work for them? Right? You know? Yeah, Man, exactly. It's crazy. I, that'd be the biggest issue is that it creates a lot more work than you need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think just the like the the it's just down to f- financial gain. Yeah, right. The the yeah, games, right. the big games on all platforms. You know, just like you guys said earlier, like, oh, my friend has an Xbox. Well, I want to play Battlefield mm-hmm. with him, so I guess yeah. I gotta get an Xbox. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Let's let's start with you, Nick. I know you you've probably got something sitting there. Uh, what's a game that you wish was cross play or available to play on a different platform? Well, I do have a general question because I think I'm just behind on the topic, but like what games are crossplay these days? So I know like we're on the verge of like a bunch more being crossplay, but also there are ones that have been crossplay for some time now, especially like I think Fortnite is and like you guys said Call of Duty. Yeah, well, it, the only one I'm like actually aware of is Warzone because I played it with my brother who okay. has a PlayStation. I played it on PC. But yeah, there's dad probably knows. There's like a there's like a decent list. A lot of them are indie games that you can play on it. Mm-hmm. Uh crossplay, but I think it's like Fortnite, Call of Duty, Rocket League, I know is another big mm-hmm. one that's crossplay. Makes sense. And then I think there was like uh maybe like um PUBG and No Man's Sky, which was a PlayStation like uh, procedurally generated space game, I think that's that is crossplay now that they have multiplayer. So the list is getting bigger, but it, it's it's lacking the punch of AAA games. Really, it's it's mostly all indie games that are that are doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know there was one game uh, DC Universe Online. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, crossplay. Yeah. Play maybe. That was a that was a fun game. Like that one. Uh, but yeah. Minecraft Bedrock is crossplay, but you can't crossplay with PC. So, like, uh, I think it's uh, Switch, mobile, Xbox, PlayStation. They can all crossplay. Everybody that's right. on the Bedrock version. It's 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 odd. It's odd that 
And then I don't know that like what games are crossplay, but then are missing something like that where it's not on PC. You can't crossplay on PC or you can't crossplay yeah. Switch. So right. yeah, it's a it's a list that's getting bigger, but I don't think it's really catching any traction with any of the AAA studios or the major studios for whatever reason. Outside of Call of Duty, I think Battlefield, I believe they said was going to be crossplay. I don't know if that's true. Mm. We'll see, I guess, when it when it launches, but. I think in order to compete with Call of Duty, they they have to do it. So, sorry, she's trying to get me to fix this play dress she has, and it's like so tangled that I'm struggling <laughs> with this thing. Dress, it's like, like I'm trying to wrestle an octopus over here. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I played Mortal Kombat crossplay. Nice. Um. But yeah, so I don't know. Does that answer your question, Nick? Yeah, I think so. Um, I said know how widespread it was already versus how it's going to get. Um, but I think we're getting there. But I wish this is kind of like a I I wish it was on multiple platforms, but also it was cross play. But like Gears of War, just because yeah. I played that in the X like my 360 days, and there we go. Absolutely Perfect. loved it. And but I'm more of a PlayStation person, so right, I wish right. I could play Gears of War. And then at that rate, I want to play Gears of War with my friends. Yeah, we have Xboxes, so yeah, that's right. a big one for me. And and the multiplayer, and that's fun. Um, all the different modes. I mean, it's, you know, just like any other kind of shoot 'em kind of multiplayer, but it's it's got its own flavor. Yeah, uh, Jordan chimes in says Mike looks like he's at a rave. Yep, <laughs> Mike is at a says rave. I'm not. Uh, there you go, just raving down here in the basement. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I I think for like I, I I would like to see. I never really got into Gears of War. I don't know why. I I, I played them. I just you know they're okay. Uh, right. I think I think at the time Halo was my jam on Xbox. So it sure. was like not Halo when I was playing it. You know what I mean? And it had that like. <laughs> You know, we we say I, I've said on the show before that I went through like a a mic phase where I played only multiplayer games, but then I got really addicted to those games. So it was like when I'm playing Halo, it's not Call of Duty Four, and when I'm playing Call of Duty Four, it's like not Halo. And then anything else I tried to sneak in there was just not working for me. Thankfully, I got out of that. You know, hey, you're completely in. not in that space yeah. anymore. It's not crazy. even remotely. Yeah, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull you into <laughs> Battlefield. Though, you're really going. Hard. Yeah, you're probably going to, and that's gonna be the first multiplayer game I've literally played in like maybe yeah, seven, seven, eight years. So yeah. <laughs> I agree. Chad's a reformed man these days. Yeah, we're, we're gonna dominate though, and uh, yeah. we're we're just gonna stream it all the time. That's all that's gonna happen. Yeah, Mike's <laughs> gotta do the show Let's by go. himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. As long as. When I'm pro and unite, you do the show. Like we'll trade, yeah. you know, when different you guys seasons. Go cry, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to set up, make sure the seasons are. Sorry, I have a gnat flying around me. Why is there gnats? You're at a rave. You're at a slow motion yeah, right. rave. Uh, I have been watching a lot of Letter Kenny, so I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to get my skin on over here. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, <clears throat> Gears of War is your your pick, huh? Uh, that in that direction. And yeah. I would say this one's kind of cheating because there is no like multiplayer element in it. 
but it needs one. And if there is one, it needs to be cross play. And that would be horizon zero dawn. I mm. think, I think there's a missed opportunity in there for some insane multiplayer with what, what's in that game, like just right. giant mech dinosaurs and yeah. the boss fights are essentially already arena style. So I think there's a lot of opportunity for that game to have multiplayer and if yeah, they definitely. do cross play. Yeah. It's a little it's a little odd that that game does not have because there are weirder games that have multiplayer. Yeah. And and multiplayer <laughs> that did really well and Ghost of Tsushima is one of them with yeah. their Legends mode which did really really well. So, yeah, it's a little odd that like a PvE multiplayer would be amazing in that game. If you have like these huge bosses that you need to take down. I forget which it's like Assassin's Creed Re- Revelations, I think, like right after two had multiplayer. And that's yeah. that's years and years and years ago. And yeah. it was weird for it to have multiplayer because it didn't need it, but it was cool. Right. But like you said, weirder things have had it. So yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, they could do like a lot of cool things. I'm almost thinking like um um not probably Monster Hunter, but um Evolve kind of style oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. something crazy so like that like i want to play as like the t-rex mech yeah, and yeah just like fight off the team. other players yeah they, it could be done dude evolve was so fun that game yeah was... evolve was good yeah. did they have crossplay? i'm not sure i kind of feel i kind of feel like that might have been uh, i'll look it up but i kind of feel like that was like one maybe one of the first games that ever had crossplay. i might be making that up entirely in my head but <laughs> hey just say reason, confidently and you know we'll yeah you. <laughs> yeah right so so yeah i think i think it'd be really cool to have the, the problem i have with with multiplayer in single player games is taking away resources for these single player games and putting them on multiplayer. What I do appreciate though, however, is when it's done after release. And I know a lot of people hate that, hmm. but Tsushima is a perfect example. It came out like maybe six months after the game, eh, probably not that long, maybe a couple months after the game launched. So they were probably working on it simultaneously, but just get your first, just get your single player game out. Yeah. And then and even Grand Theft Auto did the same thing. Grand Theft yeah. Auto five, they had an awesome single player and then they came out and their their online is amazing. So I think that that's the way to do it because there are some games that do both at the same time and they launch and neither are really that good. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. I'm not and I'm not like mad they don't have it in Horizon because I'm happy they don't because like you said, it's a hundred percent focus on one really smooth and good gameplay to yep. a really cool story that's really pretty unique. Right. Um, so they made a good single player game without the distraction of um multiplayer so yeah not knocking it but i think it could be done and it would be sweet yeah uh biosiv says i wish spider-man was cr- cross platform yeah 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 it's uh that's a heck of a game man you're missing you should just go pick up a playstation <laughs> you should just go pick up a playstation speaking, speaking of i will oh, you took it right out on, of my boys. you took it right out of my mouth yeah speaking Nick, of what, what happened well me and Biosiv went on a field trip. <laughs> a field trip. <laughs> and we and I got myself a, a PlayStation 5. Yeah. I'm very, very excited about it. You know, I have right no idea now what the, what I just did. But I didn't I didn't buy any games. <laughs> so really I just like focus on just moving all my four stuff over and understand how that worked. But um right now it's just like a bloated um media player, which is fine. Yeah. It's a very yeah. nice media player. Um 
but I did like boot up Grand Theft Auto, um, which even the PS4 version of Grand Theft Auto, I can tell it's on a PS5. It's just smoother. And oh, yeah. Everything's just crystal. Like there's no weird loading elements and stuff like that. And right. No shuttering. So that was cool. Um, I think I even I, I went into Origins. Couldn't really tell much in Origins. Origins has a really to me, that game is pretty, pretty sound and solid. So it's about as optimized as it could be um, on the on the PS4. So, um, but yeah, that's all for the sake of really Battlefield. And I guess maybe Spider-Man people like this game. Yeah, you um, really should get. Yeah, definitely. Because that's one of the few games that got like a dedicated PS5 upgrade. And I think at, at the time, it only came with Miles Morales as like a maybe a pre-order bonus maybe or or, or something like that but so i, need I know Miles that Morales, spider-man i need um the re-release of ghost of tsushima yes you need that <laughs> because i'm going to be playing that and we, we need to discuss it because okay. oh yeah <laughs> definitely that comes out the 20th oh so exciting it, that the, might be my first ps5 game yeah and it's going to be a heck of one man because it, it really even the the ps4 game got like a major boost and i think it depends on like if the game has like an uncapped frame rate, hmm. those games do really well on the PS PS five. Obviously if it's capped at 30, then it's just capped at 30 and you get faster load times. But a lot of PS four games look amazing on the PS five. So, you know, while you're waiting for horizon zero dawn two, which I think got delayed to 2022, uh, along with a lot of games that are coming out in 2022, I think the new God of War is coming eventually. out. Yeah, right. But Battlefield's the main one that you got the PS5 for, and I told you you might as well just get one when you find one because you're never yeah. gonna find one. But well, you did, so th- that was the urgency. Yeah, Biosiv, uh, he had the plug on that. What he, a guy! Yeah, he's a great he's guy. A round of applause for Biosiv. Definitely. Thank did you? you- did you get the disc version or the digital disc. only disc? Nice disc. Yeah, because I have PS4 disc and it, like I have discs. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna buy any more. Um, you know, I. It's funny you say that because I've always, 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 always been a disc guy. Right. But it's just like getting to the point where it's so much easier to yeah. just download it the night before and then right at midnight or whatever time they release it, I can play it instead of like coming back and downloading the disc and, and it's also like, yeah, yeah, installing. And then if I like want to switch games, I have to, this is going to sound totally lame (laughs) and and lazy, but I have to like get up off the couch and switch the, (laughs) like, it's like, so 1998, but I liked that for a long time. And, and if I want, if I'm going to pay 60, $70 for a game, if I'm going to pay the same price, I kind of want a disc. If it's cheaper, I mean, you could squash, physical games immediately by making them ten dollars cheaper if you ask me if that or five dollars cheaper people would be all over it but what i ran to at the ps4 and like obviously the playstation store was you could find some pretty awesome deals online for the download only and that's really how i got most of my like download only ones because that's that was the cheaper spot to grab them and it's obviously a lot easier but the whole disc thing now it's either I put a disc in and like I'm committed to this game, like this is the yeah. game I'm playing. Yeah, because I'm but, not getting back up. And yeah, that yeah. <laughs> but in the other direction, it it deters me from playing other games I should be playing. So I'm like, oh, I gotta put another disc in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's gonna be like uh, like when our 
kids kids are like you guys wait you had to switch disc it's yeah like, right same thing yeah when, we like, might already hey, be there guys, right. yeah, we didn't are, have yeah. remotes for your tvs what? Man. yeah <laughs> you had to get up and change the channel i mean you I don't just somebody. talk to everything <laughs> I met somebody who literally didn't believe me that you could burn CDs. They were like, yeah, what, yeah, it's what do you even mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I literally, <laughs> I produced some blank CDs. I was like, these, you could, you could put any song you want on here right yeah. now. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's great. Um, Biosif says, I only buy disc if it's so good. I need a hard copy making me technically buy two copies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not um, a bad way to do it. I, I'm a, a physical like media yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm much like Chad. I just, I have, it's hard to see because my camera makes it looks like the wall is a hundred feet away from me, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's really not. Uh, but I, in between all my pops, I have like a Blu-ray DVD collection, yeah. which I just buy Blu-rays because I like the boxes and the art uh, for movies or shows that I really, really like. I've, not watched any of those from the shelf because i've already seen them <laughs> right right and that's um, a that that's the thing like especially now like what i used to do the same thing dvd i have a huge dvd collection haven't opened one of them in like five years <laughs> and, yeah. and it's annoying when you buy them now especially if you buy a blu-ray and it doesn't have like a digital copy to put on my ipad which is practically where i watch all my movies it's like <laughs> what are we doing like yeah. why why <laughs> Yeah, um, low key. Uh, shout out to PM Fusion if he's listening. I don't know. I don't know if he is, but uh, if you are, let me know, bro. Um, he works at the Exchange, which is one of my favorite local. Uh, what did we call it, Nick? Hobby shops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Essentially, it's like it's know, like, a, like a digital. It. It's it's a gaming media hobby shop. Yeah, uh, that's right. Weird. I go there and buy all my Blu-rays. Usually, can find some pretty good deals. Not that ones. one, but that's where I got my PS5. Yeah, they put it in a black trash Shane. bag, and that's how I carried it out because I guess <laughs> yeah. they don't want people jumping me and like murdering me yeah. for my. Well, nice to be on, to be to be honest, they'd probably struggle to jump you with that giant box. <laughs> I mean, literally, that's, <laughs> it, that's it. like I'm underestimating how that's big this thing is. That's actually why Biosiv went with you. To help yeah, you yeah, the help box you carry it to your car. Yeah, I know for sure. I mean, I told you when I when I got mine, like I like I just I was just shy of struggling to get it into my into my car. Like that's yeah. how big the bot. Like it's 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 like absurd Crazy. how big it is. Yeah, Man. I had no idea. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's not it's not like you know high dollar PC big, but it's getting there and it rapidly get like the PS6 right. is probably going to be that size. <laughs> I guess as big as your car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't say PlayStation just, Six. You're gonna make just... me sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, right, but so... you can look in the vents and you can see like the hardware, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that thing, that thing's ready to rip. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just Daddy, I play this thing. Yeah, this <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. I just like, oh, gotta. gotta I gotta. You know, match. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm like I'm kind of itching to play a game on the Switch. I feel like I haven't touched my Switch fun, like man. since Breath of the Wild. So I I think I I'm gonna play Ghost of Tsushima obviously when it comes out, and then I've never again. played any again for the third time. But I have to, <laughs> and and I kind of and I kind of thought again. I thought about this to myself. Like I kind of want to buy it at full price too because they they <laughs> they specifically changed something that I asked for and then yeah, called me nice. out for it. 
Yeah. So I kind of feel like a, that's the right thing to do. So I'm probably going to buy it at full price. Are you sure they changed? So, so yeah. So in the game, I don't, and I don't know. Have you played Ghost of Tsushima? No, but I've seen uh, a couple videos of it. So obviously, you play as a samurai, and in the game, you have an arrow quiver that sits on your belt. Okay, and you can remove everything from your back, the bow, everything else off of you, except for this arrow quiver. I don't know if it's like a glitch. Or they meant to keep it, you know, like we talked earlier, it might be doing something else and it had to stay there. But it's like the biggest eyesore in the world. In a absolutely beautiful game, it's just this hideous thing sitting on your back. So, and I've told this story on here again, but I'm just going to tell it again because I think it's hilarious. So, I, being the obnoxious idiot that I am, made a Twitter account which is the one of the only ways to contact Sucker Punch who makes the game. And every day for two months, I told them in various ways that we would like the option to remove the arrow quiver. Every day and I for mean, two months. Yeah, I mean, I took, I took in-game photos. Like, look how cool this outfit would look without the arrow quiver. I told Nick, like, 13 Assassins, the movie, which is a samurai movie, there's a moment in there where they take their arrow quivers off after they're done shooting the arrows. So I found a, a you know, like a, a short you know, gif of that yes. and sent that to him. And then eventually the account got banned because I was being literally every day for two months. So, so they, <laughs> they don't ever, re, you know, the game goes on to pass its year. They don't ever do anything with it. So I'm like just hopeless at this point. And every time I play it, it's just like, I can't get it out of my head. So they put out the PS five upgrade and it's going to have like a big DLC. And in the, the page they put on their website, it says for the guy on Twitter, who asks all the time for the option to remove the quiver? We're adding that too. Now, That's now, now, I don't want to say 100% that it was me. I'm sure there were other people that were doing it, but I was, you know, it, was I was, it, it might have been me. It was I think it probably was me. So, yeah. but that's cool because, like, even though I'm sure that they maybe hate me because I was so obnoxious about it, <laughs> they, they fixed it. And now I feel like I need to, like, be like, sweet. You listen here's to me. Here's dollars. yeah. Here's seventy more dollars. Yeah, whatever that, the PS5 one's gonna be. I'm sure they loved it. You know, it, it was just somebody somewhere reported it for spam, and so you got banned. Right, right. I'm, that's, I'm sure they loved it, especially because yeah. they changed it. Right. You yeah, know, so yeah. Somebody somewhere just commiserated. They were like, you know, I hate it too, and I can't figure out right, how right. to make it go away. So, so there was always like they, they always had the option to remove the arrows out of the quiver. Hi. And and that would make it like <laughs> hi. Thank you. <laughs> so you could remove all the arrows and then you would just have the quiver instead of having yeah. the arrows on your back. Nice. So you know, even in their like their video their trailer videos for the game, I love you. The, they have the empty quiver on the back. So like it's even maybe bugging them. And, right. and yeah. nobody's like it was driving me. So even though I beat the game two or three times this ps5 version is going to be the first one that i'm going to like actually enjoy because i can focus away from that <laughs> stupid quiver chance like look at this beautiful game you made that i love so much but yeah. it sucks because it has a quiver it does it's it. just like i can't i couldn't get it out of my head it was driving me nuts yeah yeah did it know did it update in the quiver how many arrows you had it did yeah like visibly yeah visibly oh, yeah sweet. Yeah, it's super cool. I mean, the the whole quiver thing is cool. I just want the option to not have it sometimes right. because I bet it was. I bet it was because it was tied in. You tied know, in but, something else. That's yeah. what I figured. Yeah, I, 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 
it was the only it was either that or it was supposed to remove with the bow because it sits on the bow when you have mm. the bow on your back and it just didn't for whatever right. reason and they just left it that bug, way. Yeah. yeah so and i it, even like i sent a bunch of because the game is absolutely stunningly beautiful mm-hmm. and i sent a bunch of like uh screenshots to to nick and mike to show them like how amazing and you can see in that that i purposely avoid taking pictures of the arrow <laughs> quiver because it just ruins everything for me <laughs> amazing that's hilarious uh so mr scientist uh or uh, i don't know what do you want Ms. me to call you mr underfunded mr. <laughs> it doesn't even matter yeah the, in the discord chat they usually just call me underfunded so they don't have to type okay. as much but it really doesn't Sounds even great. matter yeah, um, we'll go with that. Underfunded. Uh, is there a particular game that, in your mind that you wish was cross-play, either in terms of like being able to play the same game with someone on Xbox or PC or PlayStation, or a game that is you know exclusive to one console that you wish you could play on another? Right. I mean, uh, really, I guess the only one because I'm not aware of many, you know, that just hard you know for sure could say they are or are not you know side besides the ones we already talked about but uh but minecraft really is is bugs me a lot you know because it's it's a completely different game you know the, there's ui differences there's you can look up all sorts of videos people complaining about small differences and it, and the reason is it's not you know they didn't set out to do it on purpose it's because they have teams of people making it for these platforms and they have other teams working on the pc platform and they all have the same goal, but they get there in different ways, right? No and two coders code the same. Exactly, yeah. And, and I just don't understand why they would even do that to themselves. You know, why aren't they all <laughs> working on just one game and then yeah. uploading that to all of the platforms that they want to be on? It just it blows my mind. It really does. And it's frustrating because there's there's a lot of features on PC that are not on uh, on console. Would you say the PC version is the elite version? Well, uh, I, I played the Bedrock version on pretty much everything besides, you know, uh, PC, I guess. <laughs> the only thing it's not on. But there, I guess, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm slightly jealous of, of some of the features <laughs> on PC. So, yeah, I, I would have to say it's better. But nice. but there's not as like... It, as it should be. I mean, right? PC yeah. wants to race. It's not anything huge, but there's just there's a lot of really small things, like quality of life things. Like uh, mm. I can't even remember what what button it is. It's like F three or something. They could push on PC, and it gives them a whole bunch of stats about like just like everything going on with the player at that moment, like what oh, biome wow. they're in, yeah. you know, their their uh, coordinates, and just a whole bunch of information. And on Bedrock, all that we have is in the settings you can turn on or off coordinates. You can toggle them. And, that, and that's all the information you have, you know. And so any anything else is guesswork. Like, uh-huh, man. And there, and, you know, there are things that only happen in certain biomes. And so on Bedrock, you're not 100% sure that you're in that biome. You know, it's, yeah. you have to go by what it looks like and, and previous knowledge. Where in PC, they can just push a button and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in the savannah. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right. Yeah. Cool, cool. That reminds me of like a in Civ. Of course, I'm going to make a Civ comment, but um, they're under like the portrait avatars for all the players in the game. There's just like a, a, a setting in 
deep in the menu that just lets you toggle on all the stats for every empire, like all the different yields. And so it kind of helps you measure and your score helps you measure where you're at in the game comparatively to everything, everyone else. And a lot of times people are like, what mod is that? Or, you know, how did you do that? It's like, is that, are you cheating or like, yeah. or what are you doing? It's like, no, yeah. it's just, it's just a setting. Like everyone yeah. always has to kind of explain it, but it's just a nuanced setting. And I don't think right. it's on like, cause you can play Civ on mobile and stuff, mm-hmm. not mobile, but like the iPad and things like yeah. that. And I don't, and it's, it's not a thing in there. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always odd when the same game have different features like that. And that, and before I got on my tirade about that stupid arrow quiver, I was going to say <laughs> after, after ghost of Tsushima, I'm going to pick up dragon quest 11. I've never played any of the dragon quest games. Oh, really? And, uh, I was looking to give my switch some love and I, I thought I was going to play it on there, but so they released like a definitive edition of dragon quest 11. They added in all this awesome stuff and then downgraded the graphics for whatever reason. So it's not as nice, makes sense. clear, or you know, I don't know how to, to really say it. It just looks jagged, jaggedy. Yeah. So it's it's weird that the the original game is beautiful, and then the definitive edition that adds in everything that everybody wanted and was complaining about downgrades the graphics. Yeah, it so, sounds that almost sounds like they they like enhanced it, like sharpened it, but didn't add like a like a bloom or a anti-assailing yeah type of, mm-hmm. type of slider to it i don't know that's what that's because i've seen games where they're like hey we've updated to run on like the newer resolution monitors and stuff but while doing that it like broke the smoothness of the graphics right at the same time i thought i thought it was something to do with like moving up to the new version of whatever engine they were using and it somehow made it look worse but i i, I gotta be honest i'm gonna probably play it on switch and it's not gonna look that great either way on switch so i don't know that i'm really gonna care but it'll it just, be less sorry go ahead. yeah Go ahead. What? No, I was just going to say it'll be less of a problem as time goes on. I mean, it would have been already, but like Unreal Engine just came out this new technology for Unreal Engine 5. And once it's finished, it's it's going to be a game changer, man. Uh, yeah. There's Nanite and Lumen technology being added. And Nanite literally lets you use billions of polygons without it costing anything extra on performance. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, you know, like old games, like everybody makes fun of the the old like uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raiders, how blocky she was <laughs> and stuff, you know, that's because they could only afford that many yeah. points right. to make the shape. You know what I mean? Because the data of those points moving had to be recorded. But now with nanite it's like they literally they've ran tests and it's gone up to like hundreds of billions of polygons with zero lag and then lumen is a new way that they calculate light bounces and so the way that they get reflections and shadows in game is they literally they they cast a ray like a real ray of light and they calculate every bounce it makes and you can change a slider to put a cap on how many it can do to save performance you can have a game with one light bounce max or you know you can have yeah. 10 and you know get like refraction and stuff and now with lumen i don't even remember how they how they pulled it off but it's you can have like essentially infinite number of light bounces with zero cost and performance and it's going to be just standard built into unreal engine 5 and it's going to be okay. like soon like it's not like a, a far away technology they just released a beta 2 for unreal engine 5 so it'll be it'll be real soon the lighting advancements in the past like five years have really kind of taken things a whole nother level. And yeah, it's such, 
it's such um like an efficient enhancement because we're kind of past the point of you know, we've hit that exponential curve as far as like adding polygons, right? And yeah. how many points, like everything can only be so smooth. Like we get it. We can make yeah. things really photorealistic, but the lighting just adds it a whole new line of dimension. Oh it. yeah. It like, totally uh, changes it. Yeah. Like cyberpunks lighting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I, I hate to bring it back up, but Tsushima's lighting is freaking beautiful. So I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it is. I, it, it's a really odd. Game. It's really odd because I'm not even playing it right now. I don't know why I'm talking about it so much. <laughs> you just got me all worked up about the quiver. So, so yeah, the lighting in it is just like in- incredible. And it, and it seemed like the the big like decision that gamers were going to have to make as far as performance for this new generation was if you wanted ray tracing. Okay, mm-hmm. or if you want 60 FPS, which the first right. couple games <laughs> yeah. came out, and the, and really, like ray tracing is great. It makes the games, especially Spider Man, look amazing because you're in New York City. But you don't realize like how amazing 60 FPS is until you go right. forward and then back to 30, and it it just mm-hmm. like screws with your eyes so much. So I hope that they they by the at least the middle of this generation figure out how to do both of those at the same time and i think yeah. spider-man added in a mode that that allows you to do both at the same time but only at like 1080 or something like that mm-hmm. but yeah the lighting is something that is like really increased in the past like four three four years where yeah. some of these games like the witcher 3 was one that was like the one of the first that just had amazing sunsets in that game like absolutely incredible so you can add a lot to a game by just the lighting which is absurd but yeah well yeah, uh, a showboy's... definitely sorry uh go ahead nick no i was gonna say a showboy's favorite valheim right we're talking yeah like low low textures but the lighting like just sets that game off yeah. for being a low resource game in terms of uh the quality of the textures and then even other games where all they've done was add new lighting effects where you played on a newer system yeah and it's just out the gate you get you get an enhancement in how it looks yeah uh the yeah the like you guys have kind of already alluded to like the next jump in realism and whatever uh like graphical updates definitely lighting and uh like a thing that i think often gets pushed to the back but really adds the immersion like jacks it up is sound design yeah uh so like a game like new world uh which also has really good lighting and is a pretty stunning game visually uh their sound design is so good like yeah the sound of chopping a tree in that game (laughs) is seriously one of the most trees forget about it oh my god uh yeah it's one of the most satisfying sounds i think i've heard in a game and picking you know mining your iron or whatever like uh-huh. again it's like they call it yeah my yeah that was really not a great <laughs> yeah, not the, motion not the best motion you could have made for that <laughs> chalk that up yes. to our cancel list exactly it's getting longer and longer it uh, is this video is on. not made for kids yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, that, you you add in the the hyper realistic lighting, and then you add like hyper realistic sound design, like a game like New World. Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be less about 
uh, just being like pretty to look at and more like immersion based, like really yep. sucking you in with all of your senses aside from just your eyeballs. I mean, even the light right. is your eyeballs, but like, you know, getting the sound and then like, uh, the PlayStation controller, like you guys yeah, I was just going to talk about triggers. Yeah, like, I was just going to talk about that. That that, have... that that to me is like the biggest surprise from this generation is that controller, man. I I, I think it's amazing, especially in games like Spider Man, where you can feel the tension on the web in the oh, trigger. Oh, that's crazy. and and they're adding that in for Tsushima, so you're going to be able to feel the bow like trigger and stuff oh, so dude, that's cool you, you really nick you got to get a ps5 game to kind of get that stuff yeah and there's a couple out there and the one that i reviewed returnal which was i thought be an awful implementation of this but it was sorry, sorry. basically no it was basically you sure that you that you <laughs> <laughs> it was basically <laughs> we'll just Pop it was off the, the screen for a second. <laughs> so anyway, it was basically if you half squeeze the trigger, that would be aiming down sights in the game, and then mm-hmm. you've a full pull of the trigger would bring up your alternate fire. So it was like a different way to fire the gun. I was like, yeah. dude, that sounds so annoying because I'm always going to accidentally pull it all the way and bring up my alternate. Well, the way they did it in the game, they made it literally feel like two buttons there. Yeah. You know, that it was like a legit click that you had to push in to get that alternate. So it's just stuff like that. And then if you play just a normal game, it's just a smooth trigger. So it's weird how much they can implement. You know, it may literally it adds like a different button there that you can add in. And it's well, just, all based on the tension. Yeah. And I'm just I was just happy that I mean, it's a little thing, but I loved it. And we talked about this another episode chad with like the sound how the sound comes out of the controller in gta 5 for like your Mm -hmm. phone or like the cop sirens um i was just happy to see that the controller had an upgraded version of all that hardware because even that stuff sounds better yeah it's just like clear it doesn't sound like a a little mic in a controller anymore like it it sounds like it should little things like that go such a long way it is, especially like the controller thing. You wouldn't even think about that. Like if we were talking about this two years ago, I would have never even thought right. about putting vibrate in a trigger and how much that could <laughs> add to the to the game. But yeah. So Chad, uh, what's what's your pick for crossplay? So yeah, I, I have to try and decide which way I want to go with this. Okay. I think that. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, because yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, obvious answer, right now is Pokemon Unite. Uh, (laughs) it's it's only going to be released on Switch and mobile. I do you know, uh, underfunded, if it's going to be crossplay between Switch and mobile? Uh, I'm not sure. I I was seeing on their Twitter though that they plan to put it on all platforms that they can, like literally all of them. It's just, but. uh, it's a matter of licensing issues, I'm sure, and where Dude. they can get it to go. But yeah, I would love to just play that on PC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, play same. Unite on PC. That would be. Cool. Yeah, if I remember right, it was it was PC and mobile that they're doing first. I can check super oh, quick. I know mobile for sure is is the one that's coming in September. Right. Um, but if they made a PC version, I would literally like pee myself <laughs> yeah. i want to buy chad some more time here and ask a question that i always wonder about and i and you I, i'm gonna say because you're reminding me as far as like mobas go 
in crossplay. And I think the same thing about first person shooters. It's like for MOBAs and first person shooters, doesn't wouldn't you think that one or the other type of console where you're playing at has an advantage? Like shooters, wouldn't the PC have the advantage? And then yeah. MOBAs wouldn't also the PC have the advantage over the handheld players? Like I don't know. Or one way or really the other. So. The the way okay, so for first person shooters, I would say definitely yes. Because right. of having the Twitch reactions with your mouse and keyboard and being able to have you know more pinpoint accuracy. Uh, MOAs? Maybe. Uh, the way Unite's set up, uh, it actually feels really good with a controller, uh, mm-hmm. which I play a lot of times on a TV with a controller. Uh, but I have... I. I probably play 60% of the time with the controller and then the other 40% of the time in handheld mode. And both modes feel fine, work fine, like not much of a difference. Um, But it's set up to where you only have like three moves in this game uh, as opposed to like four in a regular MOBA. So it fits the controller button mapping. I feel like I would like a MOBA on a controller. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Uh, the only thing is they do a weird like auto targeting thing. Yeah. Like you can manually aim your skill shots if you want, but also if you don't want to, it'll just lock on like the closest target to you, enemy player. Um, and they have an option you can turn on to where it adds like a target priority wheel to the side, and you can like choose what target you want the auto lock to prioritize and your basic attacks to prioritize. But the other thing is uh, being able to choose what like uh, wild minion wild Pokemon you want to attack basic attack when there's two standing next to each other. There's options where you can set up where your A button will when you're by a wild Pokemon and an enemy Pokemon, your A button will attack the enemy and your B button will attack the wild Pokemon which is cool Uh, but if there's two wild Pokemon next to each other, it'll just pick one to attack and I wish that I could choose Mm -hmm. which one I want to attack Uh, so if they kept that controller scheme with Unite and then added the you know ported to PC and had crossplay. You could pr- like with a mouse, you could pick probably what you know. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like right. any other MOBA, you can click, click on whatever you want to attack, yeah. right? Uh, so I don't know. It, it would they would have to do something probably if they wanted to crossplay. But I don't know if that answered your question. I think it does. I think underfunded. <laughs> did you have a different opinion there? I think you said it. You don't. Yeah, think it affects- I don't. I don't think it really gives too much of an advantage. You know, I think it comes down to where the player has skill. You know, like I don't think, I don't think if you took somebody who didn't know how to play the game or any games and you let them play on both, that they would be better on PC because it was it was more accurate. You know, I think, yeah. I think you could get the same movements with with a controller as you can on PC. Because I used to play shooters on a PC a lot. And uh, you know, I switched to to consoles, and I don't yeah. I don't think it was worse. You know what I mean? I, I felt like I like shooters on console better. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Like I like the uh, like moving with one stick and aiming with the other stick. I think it yeah. feels a lot more natural than than like putting right. ASD in a mouse. But uh, I yeah. totally started that way, and I just I don't think it was uh, 
benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you look at like the top people that are streaming Call of Duty, it doesn't seem like any of them are using mouse and keyboard. Right. So so it seems like it's hmm. maybe not the the advantage that most people think it is. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a good opinion there because it's it really when you hear most people say the opinion is that it's better on PC, but no, the evidence isn't there to support that with all the streamers using controllers. So yeah. even if they're on PC, they're using a controller. So sounds like a spicy topic for another episode. Does, Ooh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, or, you know, looking at you guys, be hero controller Ooh, bait. or yeah. keyboard and mouse. Um, you're welcome. I want all royalties <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the obvious answer for me is Unite. But then uh, when you said Valheim, Nick, that made me think how cool that would be to play with people on console. If they, I don't, Do they even have a console version of Valheim? No. Nah, man. They should make one so. and then let you play with them. <laughs> that would be so cool. We need yeah. more. Basically, we just need more workers for the canal. So if they're on <laughs> mobile, I don't care. PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Switch. We just need people working the canal. There's still a canal there that needs built. It's mostly built. It'll never be finished, Mike. I don't know why you think it has some sort of like definitive like end. <laughs> Yeah, because we started these towers, and we need to finish the towers. We Sorry, got... they're being super loud, so I'm just gonna stay muted a second. Oh, okay, very okay, yeah. good. Um, we're waiting on Chad for his pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can still talk about the canal if you need time. No, I got a lot of thoughts. Here's here's the here's the issue that I'm that I'm having. I don't play multiplayer games, so I don't really care about any of them being crossplay. So Spicy. that's the issue I have. So I think I'm going to go with the other definition of crossplay, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. cross cross console, if you will. Yes, yes. And I think that platform. What cross platform? Yes. Sorry. What PlayStation really lacks is like a really good racing game or a series of racing mm-hmm. games. So Forza for me has always been like, if I had an Xbox, I'd be playing it 100. It's not enough to buy an Xbox for me. You know, I just every now and then get an itch to play a good racing game. So that's probably going to be my pick just because I don't play multiplayer games. So if they're all crossplay, I don't really care. And if none of them are, I don't really care either. So (laughs) just racing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's here's what I hope for for the new Grand Theft Auto. If we're going to go down that (laughs) rabbit hole real quick, is that in it and it's had it. Yeah. That it has a little. (laughs) I mean, it it. Grand Theft Auto Five has some cool racing mini games in it. Even in the single player, like the street racing stuff is really cool. So, but the cars that they added in online are like vastly superior. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, th- I think that for me, there's just the the depth that Forza has and Forza Horizon, which is kind of like their street racing. That game, game was fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I I liked. I can't remember which one, but two or three that I played, I really liked it. Forza but, Horizon is like the counter to my, like when it comes to racing. Obviously, you're either playing like Gran Turismo or you're playing like Forza Horizon in my brain because like either yeah. one's open world, just like driving racing, or you're kind of like the more technical, right? Where you have a line racing. that you have to follow yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I more get 
engrossed with the street racing stuff just because yeah. I, you know, I grew up in the Fast and the Furious the generation. So, <laughs> so those are those those are the Ooh. games that always pull me in. Wrong, and right? <laughs> and Need for Speed is just not doing it for me anymore. It it it, it did really well with Heat. I loved Heat, but. <laughs> You know, I think they got pulled. It's really weird. They they were working on another Need for Speed, and I think they got pulled off to work on Battlefield. Like the entire team got so so. That's it. One of two things: either either that game is a is a wreck, and they're like, here, never mind. Okay, (laughs) just aware of this. Or they Battlefield is a wreck, and they need more people. Which I hope it's not that. Yeah, I hope it's I not might that. play pay full price for that and I, I right. try not to pay full price for games anymore. <laughs> yeah. After Andromeda bit me. Yeah, right. Oh man. Chad. That's a that's a hard bite there. Go ahead, Good Mike. guy Biosiv has some news for you. Okay. You don't need an Xbox for Forza. It's on yeah. Game Pass. You can play it on your PC. Yeah, no, I know. I know. He doesn't play PC. I don't play PC though, really. Although, although I will say that I did put a PS2 emulator on and I was playing Persona 3 on it. So, so it's, it's been kind of a PC week here for me. So (laughs) nice. Um, shoot, dude, I remember what didn't they do? They did a, a new Forza thing in E3, right? This year. Yeah, it was, uh, it looks beautiful, man. Forza Forza Horizon 5, I think it is. It looks absolutely incredible. I watched that entire thing and I was like, oh God, if I had an Xbox, I'd totally play this. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure maybe for some people that's the, the game that sells them on the console, but it's just, it's never going to be that for me. I just want it on the console. I want to play it on. So (laughs) no, that makes sense. Makes total sense. So, uh, yeah, and the the sad thing is, I, I don't think really. I mean, I think probably. Well, no, not the Minecraft <laughs> option because they're actually two different games. Mm-hmm. What'd you pick, Nick? You pick Gears of War. Gears of War. Uh, yeah. Uh, so pretty much Dawn. everything we picked, uh, with the exception of possibly Valheim, if they ever release it on consoles. Uh, no chance. That right. any of these will play ever. Never. Yeah. You know, Nintendo is not going to give up any sort of rights to anything Pokemon related. Well, I kind of, uh, yeah, that's true for Nintendo because they're they're yeah. stubborn for sure. But Mario kinda, on the Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> that would be catastrophic for PlayStation <laughs> if that happened. Like that, yeah. might, they might go out of business immediately if that happens. So let's hope. And they, and they have like in totally different episode we can do they have a really weird history playstation and nintendo the the original playstation one was supposed to be an attachment for the nes or snes or something Uh, so it's really yeah it's a really interesting story they have they don't like each other i don't know if that carried over to now dang we should dive into some it's a very interesting story history stuff yeah yeah that's definitely we need to chalk that up as a as a future topic but i thought that Maybe Sony was kind of reaching out the hand when they put MLB on Xbox, which is a and it's weird because if you fire it up on Xbox, it literally says Sony San Ladies. Diego, and it's like it's really odd to see. So I thought that 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 maybe yeah. you know Microsoft would give one of their lesser popular titles like Forza or something like that over, but we'll see. Bunch of scumbags over there; they're not going to do anything. Yeah, I don't think they will, but. Sorry to any of you Xbox lovers, uh, <laughs> Biosiv. Um, not, not a reflection on the player base, just uh, you know, we're not fans of Microsoft. Um, anyways, uh, thanks. I, I think it's probably, unless you guys have any final words here about the topic or Glow Home or anything, uh, it's probably 
you know, coming up on time to wrap up the episode tonight. Uh, we just, we just have to ask tonight? underfunded what he's been playing. Oh yeah. Yes. That's it, dude. I've been slacking on our interviews. We, we had yeah. a tradition with our first several interviews where like, if it was a what's watching episode, we're like, Hey, before we leave, what have you been watching lately? Or if it's yeah. what's playing, hey, what have you been playing lately? But nice. I'm totally over my head. I'm a I'm I've been a bad host. You uh, often forget that topic. That yeah, that, that small even when it's just us. Yeah, but hey, it's Nick. <laughs> Nick is there to, to have my back, doing his duties over there. Uh, so yeah, I already know the answer. But tell the the lovely people and Chad and Nick. Uh, what have you been playing lately, bro? Yeah, you know, for sure I've been playing Pokemon Unite, trying to catch Mike for every match I can. And uh, I've also been playing, I was just telling Mike earlier, there's this amazing indie game called Muck, M-U-C-K, and it's uh, by a amazing indie developer named Danny, solo developer. It's kind of like Minecraft in the sense that you you know gather resources to make things, but it's it's a lot different. It's more about the combat of it. Dude updates it really often. It's free to play. It's on Steam. It's a lot of fun. And it's multiplayer. So like me, you, everybody, we could all play together sometime. It's pretty fun. I've only played it solo, but it does like uh, local servers. You can chop trees, dude. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep. How and mine rocks. Yeah, man. It's pretty awesome. It's free. Oh, my God. It's gotten over know. six million to... downloads, and Holy it has crap. not been over out very long. But Danny, he's blown up on YouTube. Also, he's has several million uh, subscribers. But Dang, even just videos, I was telling Mike this. I was like, even just videos by really small channels, like even smaller than my channel, or you guys uh, are making videos playing Muck, and they're just blowing up because oh, wow. because yeah. people love the game mm. so much, and his following is so big, you know. So yeah, that might be something to consider for a let's uh, play one day. Yeah, These graphics yeah. look pretty cool. Yeah, they're definitely unique. All of his games, if you look up his style, they're real like uh, low poly kind of silly looking stuff. Like the cows look real <laughs> yeah. derpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon is hilarious looking. Yeah. On this one image. <laughs> yeah, man. That's sweet. I'm gonna have to give that a, ch- a check. You know? Yeah, we should totally survival roguelike. Collect resources, find items, build a base. To no survive. reason not to. Building. It's free. Yeah, exactly. Right. 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 It's like Valheim two, yeah. non-Viking edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's Viking go make, Minecraft. Let's go make a, <laughs> a new canal. There you yeah, have man. it. Um, yeah. Unite sweet. and luck, huh? Yeah. And glow home, oh. you know. Of course, play it. Yeah. glow home, playing it every day. For real, um, I'm like, I delete my game all the time just so I can try different uh, upgrade paths. But I'm yeah, like level, yeah. level 17 right now or something stupid. I've always been so curious of that. Yeah, yeah. I, in a recent update, I added where it saves the player's data, so it uh, oh, nice. keeps track of all of your stats and what upgrades you've gotten. Usually, though, because of so much stuff gets changed from the update, it, I recommend deleting your save. But you don't actually necessarily have to. Just you would have stats that didn't line up with what regular progression would be, right? You know, like if you played a game from zero to level 10 and, you know, you got your damage up to whatever. But then in the next update, I increase that base damage. I don't I'm not sure, but I don't think it would apply to you. You would still have your old stats and you would just get the new increment every time you upgraded or whatever. Gotcha, yeah. 
So to avoid stuff like that, I just tell everybody you should go ahead and delete your save and start again. Once it's on Google Play, though, they support, which I don't fully understand it, goes back to the learning curve thing, but they use AAB files instead of APK files. And from what I understand, that's how come it's so easy to update apps on Google Play because they auto uh, delete and overwrite old things like save oh, files and whatnot. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. They're crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about Glow Home. Uh, it was really interesting and is it was really cool to get like the peek behind the curtain to understand and hear about all the nuance and detailed stuff that goes into the games that we play and like kind of oh, like man. you're saying now i think we all kind of have a better appreciation when we run into a bug or or yeah. run, run into a, an arrow quiver that we can't <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, there's always something that you overlook. I'm telling you, like I, yeah. I, I want to, but I have yet to upload a bug-free update. I always have to go back and fix something. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's always something so crazy. It's just like, how did you miss that? You know? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's not a lack of testing. You know, the entire time through development, I add something, I test it. I add something, I test it. But it's it's the cross interactions further down the line that you don't foresee. You don't think yeah. of, yeah. You know. Yeah. Crazy. Well, um, we'll make sure to include uh, a link to uh, the download for Glow Home in our episode description. And, I appreciate um, it, man. Thank you for well, having me here. Of course. So one thing that we like to do too with people we have on the show is <clears throat> add you as a, a featured channel on our YouTube page, so people can nice. find your stuff uh easier yeah. sorry i've like the hiccups like no you're good man my throat's right so middle, dry right? i need a drink i'm like trapped. of all the time i know right uh i'm like trying to push through but it, it makes it sound like i am having yeah. a stroke this um, is slightly <laughs> off subject but if you guys put uh hashtag glow home in your description it'll be added to the landing page i, th- I might have told you about this before i can't remember yeah i think you put it in our discord uh, yeah okay. uh, update for youtube i mean any relevant hashtags are always a good idea but they've yeah. recently added landing pages and so oh, wow. basically Every uh, video that has hashtag glow home, if you click that hashtag on YouTube, you'll be taken to this new landing page and it'll only have videos that have that hashtag. And so like everybody oh, that's else that's cool. made a video playing glow home, they have it in there and all my oh, videos nice. have it in there. Wow. That's so, yeah. cool. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do that. Uh, <clears throat> there was something. Oh, we do have, we have an update for you guys, by the way. Uh, we, have a venmo for our podcast and i'm trying to think of the least awkward way to kind of go about talking about our venmo uh because hey keep your clothes on (laughs) (laughs) sorry we're talking about venmo and people start taking their clothes (laughs) i get it um but uh yeah so we obviously not trying to pressure anyone into giving us money or anything, uh, but, but we, wanted to throw out, we wanted to throw out the, the option in case any of you feel so kind hearted to, you know, spare a few bucks here or there uh, from time to time. Um, we do have a Venmo for the podcast and uh, any money that we would receive uh, for the podcast 
would just go right back into the podcast. Um, because you know, let me tell you, Nick's salary, I cannot <laughs> right. keep paying for him. And you know, we're adding Chad once a month. Like, <laughs> my checking account is like. Hurting. He needs some more stimmy checks. Right. Let's just, Plus, you guys we'll just... do giveaways, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I got the... I mean, speaking of, let's see. Let's see it. Yes, the there the it shirt. is. Yeah, boy. Uh, got the, the little little guy back there too. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, so we opened a Venmo, and you can find us at show hyphen voice on Venmo. Again, don't feel. Like, uh, you know, you need to, to go donate any money or anything. But if you, you know, if you feel so kind, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. If you aren't able to help us out financially, the best thing you can do is subscribe and like our videos or episodes wherever you watch or listen to them uh, and just, you know, share them with your friends. Uh, that helps immensely as well. Um, but yeah, am I leaving anything out, Nick? Um, I mean, we can drop a bit about how you and I are streaming a little bit more on the game front. Um, I released basically a, a, my first, like kind of how I play Civ. It's like an eight minute video. It's just like how I set up games. So usually when you see me playing a game of Civ, th- these are the settings I'm rolling with. Um, that's kind of how I get to where I am. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably keep doing those quick little videos as far as like how I play Civ. Cause yeah. That's what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have been. Uh, I've been streaming occasionally from time to time when life's not too busy here at the house. Um, it so far all my streaming has been Pokemon related things. <laughs> I was streaming 100%. the trading card game online for a little bit. Started streaming a few, you know, sessions of Poke MMO, which was really fun, and I really want to get back to, but. Uh, Unite has overtaken my life, and right. I've been streaming that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, game streaming might be a big thing, you know, well, a thing, <laughs> not a big thing, but a thing. It could be a big see. thing in the future. Get on yeah. it early. No. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it could be a thing that you see us do a lot more or maybe other people do with us a lot more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. More on that to come later. Uh, join our Discord, of course, if you want to stay up to date with the most, you know, recent showboys news if you want to hang out with nick myself chad's in there uh underfunded is in there lurking mm-hmm. around um it's always a fun place uh we always got a lot of different kinds of conversations going on if you do play pokemon unite we have an entire pokemon channel in there where i'm just spamming with videos and uh strategies and things uh but yeah we'd love to see you in there we love talking with everyone in there um do we have any more Bad Batch companion series? I think yeah. you tricked everyone last week. I did. And I honestly, did, yeah. Disney tricked, I think, me before I could even <laughs> notice. Um, and I looked back at my notes. Like, it legit was a 14. You know, that was all the reports at the beginning, at the onset. It was a 14-episode thing. But somehow we're, we've arrived at 16 episodes. So there are two more episodes to go. The um, 15th is releasing tomorrow, Friday. We'll be doing that recap Sunday. And then finally the finale <laughs> um, we'll be doing the following week. Basically. Yeah, we'll, we'll see in two weeks when I know halfway through the episode, you put out a statement again. They, they just like, uh, <laughs> they did just confirm what I've been saying for the past, like five episodes. There will be a season, season two. two. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, 
looking forward to that. The um, <clears throat> companion series has been really, really good. You and Mike, you're doing a great job with it. Um, so make sure you tune in that Sunday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, Chad, that's strange. You guys still putting out episodes? We are, yes. We're like probably three quarters of the way through our season right now. And we're about to put out an episode tomorrow on Kanika Jenkins, who disappeared from Chicago in a hotel. And it's a little different episode that we normally do. So you guys should totally check it out. That's strange.net. I just listened to your Dahmer episode yesterday. Yeah. The day before. Spicy. Very. Good old Jeff. Good old Jeff. Good old Jeff. It's one thing us Ohioans are known (laughs) for. Serial killers and rock stars. Yeah. (laughs) So rough. Yeah. And apparently podcasters. By the way, the indie podcasting community, there's a ton of indie podcasters in Ohio. Just if anyone's wondering. Because there's nothing to do here, man. (laughs) So true. Uh, Dragon Knot Studio says your favorite dragon's back. What did I miss? A whole lot. We're about to end. You can always go back and watch though. Uh, this will be available on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch right after the stream ends and on all audio platforms on Monday. Awesome. Uh, so quick thank you to everyone who tuned in the live stream and chimed in in the comments. We appreciate and love all of you. Uh, be sure to join Nick and Mikey on Sunday night for the Bad Batch Companion Series and check out any streams that pop up throughout the week. And yeah, see you next Thursday. Uh, until then, have a wonderful evening and enjoy this slapping theme song. Good night. <laughs>